What's up, everybody? Daryl Freighter, the club CEO here. And we have another amazing episode of the My DJ Story podcast brought to you by the club app, the number one online community for DJs where you can stream for free and not get cut off. Today, we have my brother, DJ HD. Brother, can you please introduce yourself to the people who you are and where you're from? Uh, what's going on? I'm a DJ HD. I'm from the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area, better known as DMV. Awesome, brother. Really happy to have you on the My DJ Story podcast. Let's start from the beginning, man. Tell us about how you got into the DJ game, what sparked your interest, and just walk us through the beginning. Um, I actually got in the DJ game a little little bit after high school. Um, me and a couple of my friends, we was, uh, we was going to like a lot of house parties and, you know, club parties at the time. And it just came about like, you know, why don't we get into this and start making, start making our own money instead of spending our money um, to go to other people's parties. So we, uh, we uh, started our own promotion team called 495 Entertainment. And we would just start throwing parties left and right. And then I seen uh, like the, the host that, you know, that was on the mic. I seen like he was like getting all the females attention. So I was like, yo, like, let me do that. You know, maybe that help our party even more. So I started, you know, all on the mic and like deep into it, I seen the DJ was getting all the girls. And I was like, oh, like what is what's going on here? So uh I said, yo, I'm just go ahead and just go strictly DJing. You know, I can host now, I can DJ, you know, that's a perfect combination. So um I went to one of, you know, a guy called my big brother at the time, uh, by the name of Ant. Uh, who was a DJ, uh, he was kind of like in the phase of him retiring as he uh, per se. So he told me, you know, just come over, I'll teach you, you know, we can go over some things. And every day I would be over at his house learning how to DJ. And he would kind of help me like, this is what you need to know. This is, you know, what this is, this is what this does. And I just started DJing that way. Um, so he was like, yo, now that you got that down, I need to come up with a name. So we kind of spent the whole day trying to figure out a name. And at the time, my uh, my homeboy, my best friend at the time, he was getting into DJing. So he was like, yo, why don't we do like a duo thing? Like I call myself DJ HQ, you call yourself DJ HD. So when we both DJing at the same time, it would, you know, it would make kind of, you know, sense. Uh, eventually he ended up kind of, you know, falling off and I stuck with it. And it was just like, ever since, you know, then, I've I've been I've been DJing. This was almost 13 years ago that that I started. Um, wow, that's an interesting story, man. And I think that shows you know your your resilience in, in the game because a lot of DJs start and they give up, they fall off, man. So like, tell me a little bit about how you were able to just keep it going. What motivates you to go further in your DJ career um, as opposed to your buddy, you know, that dropped off. Um. It, it was at some points in time, you know, during, uh, you know, during my career as a DJ, I had the moments as to where I wanted to, to quit. Um, it was like deep down inside, it was like, I'm never going to get this. I, I, I'm never, I don't understand how other DJs do it. And at one point I did, I did give up, you know, it was like, I'm not getting booked. The only person that's booking me is the guy that taught me, but the parties I'm doing, they're not like major mainstream parties. They're never packed. There's a few people here, a few people there. And it was just like, man, I can't do this. Like, I'm not going to keep DJing for 
the bartender and the barbacks and just myself and who's here. But he kind of told me, he was like, yo, as an up and coming DJ, you know, you got to build yourself. You got to build your brand because right now nobody knows who you are. You know, you can go in anywhere and say, oh, you're DJ HD and people are going to be like, who? Versus all these other DJs who's been out here. So he kind of um, he kind of pushed me to to keep to keep doing it. And it wasn't until 2013 where I got asked to do um, a party in Virginia, a birthday party in Virginia. And it was lined up to be like the biggest party Virginia has ever seen. Like the people was just like, at the time, you know, Facebook was was really bumping. People was hitting my Facebook like, yo, this party's gonna be dope. Yo, I'm coming to the party, where can I get tickets? And I was like, yo, this gonna be my biggest party, my first ever party that's gonna be the biggest. This is gonna put me out there on the map. And three days before the party, I ended up getting locked up. <laughs> and it was like, I had to kind of like get the word out there. Like, yo, I'm not gonna be able to do the party. It's like, yo, what's going on? It's like, yo, I'm locked up and I'm in DC when I got locked up. And everything in DC is really considered federal. So you're not coming home any anytime soon. So um, my homeboy ended up finding another DJ to, to cover me. He covered me as well. And I found out it was the biggest party ever in Virginia. <laughs> and that's when I really got motivated, um, you know, sitting in a, a cell, you know, for 23 hours a day, you kind of have nothing but to think. So that's when I started like really jotting down, like, all right, when I get out, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to push, I'm going to push, I'm going to push. So in my mind, I'm thinking like, I'll be out in a couple months. And now nah, 28 and a half months later, <laughs> I'm sitting in a halfway house in, uh, in Montgomery County, uh, Maryland. And I get back, you know, I get back in touch with some of my connects. And then that's when I hit the streets running. Um, I planned a whole welcome back party slash birthday celebration in the halfway house. And people to this day was like, yo, how was you able to maneuver, like, maneuver like that? And I told them, I was like, yo, I just had a plan. I got a job as a delivery driver for cleaners. So it was like, oh, that was a good move. But don't they have like an ankle monitor on you? I was like, yeah, but I, you know, finesse my way to get that off my ankle. So that way I can go back and forth to these places without them knowing to set up. And um, my first party back was in Silver Spring, Maryland for $100. Um, and once I did that, it was just like, I can do this. Like, I'm not going to let that one thing stop me. And just like ever since then, it's just been push, 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 push after that. That's really what, what what keeps me motivated was just to think back to that one party that I missed out on, which was the you know the biggest party, and just that driving ambition to like keep going. Um, so after that, I kind of you know start making connections with uh, a couple of local promoters. And just realize, just just really hitting Instagram, you know, you know my uh, my homeboy he he ended up moving that taught me how to DJ ended up moving back home to Mississippi, and he was just giving me pointers, you know. He would call me, he would you know text me and say, no, like I I got this person that's a that's a big time promoter, reach out to them. 
And then he came and he said, you know, instead of just reaching out to the promoters, reach out to the venues. So it was one venue that he um, he connected me with, which the venue is one of the oldest venues um, in D.C. He was like, go talk to the owner and tell him I sent you. So um, I went and talked to the owner. I was like, yeah, I want to do a party. He said, well, I can just give you a Thursday. So I said, that's fine. Any day would be good. So I'm doing a Thursday party there and it flopped. Like it flopped. I'm, I'm sitting here thinking like, yo, I'm out here. My name is getting buzzed as a DJ. People's going to show up. The Thursday flopped. It was like five people max in the club. And that's including the bartender. So the owner was like, Man, I don't even really think that you can do Thursdays and not making any money. And he just lost touch with me. So, uh, a few years after that, I end up uh, going to a place called uh, Stonefish, Stonefish Lounge here in D.C. And I had, you know, a friend with me at the time and we just went just to go. Like I heard I heard about it on the radio. I said, well, let's go. They have happy hours. Drinks is cheap. Let's just go chill. About. So we went and, you know, we was vibing. Uh, they had a local radio station here you know, Aaron live at the time at the venue. So I'm talking, I was like, man, yo, like how dope would it be if, you know, we get our names out there that much the way we on the radio, people, you know, around the areas listening to us and it, like, you know, just throwing stuff out there, drunk talk. And he was like, man, I'm gonna go talk to the to the dude to see what's up. So he went and uh, talked to, the, to one of the guys that worked with him. And he was like, man, tell your man to come in. So, I went over there, we started talking. I told him, I was like, yo, what I gotta do to get in? Like, I'm I'm going straight for the juggler now. Like, I'm going past just doing venues. I wanna do radio. Like, what do I gotta do to get in? So he told me, he was like, man, what y'all, what y'all doing tomorrow? I said, I'm not doing nothing. He said, uh, well, pull up on me at this club tomorrow. Uh, here's my number. Text me when you get there. I got y'all when uh when you get there. So my my homeboy couldn't make it. I still showed up. So I text him. And he came and he got me like, I didn't even have to stand in line. He just like pulled me, he's like, yo, he's with me. So I, I go straight in. So he, he started introducing me to, you know, one of my idols, DJ Analyze. So he introduced me to him. He introduced me to the on-air personality. And he was kind of just telling me like, yo, like to get in, you gotta start off at the bottom. I said, yo, I'll be the janitor. I would clean toilets. I would pass out mail, just let me know. He was like, no, nah, you ain't gotta do all that. You ain't gotta do all that. So. I started networking. He introduced me to a couple of people. So eventually he would, you know, call me and invite me to things that they was doing around the city with uh, live broadcasts with some of the major, you know, people from the station being there, introducing me to them. And of course, introducing me to the DJs. So I started networking with the DJs, you know, yo, like, hey, if you ever need somebody to fill in, let me know. If you ever get sick, let me know. If you just don't feel like doing it, I'll do it. You ain't got to worry about paying me. I'm just doing this for the exposure. And it was like, cool, we're going to let you know. We're going to let you know. So this same club, I'm thinking like, yo, I need to get in this same club that they're in. So I asked one of the DJs like, yo, how can I start DJing? And they told me like, just show up with your laptop. So I start bringing my laptop every time. At this point, I'm I'm so locked in with the club security. You know, every time I, I come up, like, oh, HD, what's up? And they letting me in down to the point to where if I'm bringing people, they letting them in. So it was one night I was there 
the club is packed. And um, you probably heard Bliss Nightclub here in DC. So the club is packed to the point to where they had to open up an overflow room. So one of the DJs named by the, uh, by the name of Gifted Son, he said, uh, yo, you got your laptop? I was like, yeah. He was like, yo, you going to the third room, that's yours. I'm like, whoa, like, oh, this is my chance. So I went to the third room, I plugged in, and I started DJing. And the first 15 minutes, it was just like, I didn't know what I was doing. Like, I forgot totally how to DJ. Cause I'm just like nervous that I'm DJing in this major club. It's not the main rooms, but it's a room here. And then once I calmed my nerves, things just started cranking out. And so that's when they really was like, yo, we're gonna add you on as like a backup DJ in case somebody can't make it. So he told the promoters at the time that was there, um, yo, if you ever need somebody, hit him up, boom. And I got added on to the, the DJ list. And ever since then, it's just, I made like a list of clubs that I wanted to DJ at, major clubs, even even like clubs that's not even major, but a lot of people go to, I made that list. And I ended up DJing in those clubs within the same year. Uh, around that same time, you know, the same guy that I hooked up with, from the radio station, we kind of started our own little uh, thing where we, you know, we DJ, we throw parties. Um, so we started ending up doing artist showcase for our local artists. And right then and there is when things just catapulted. It was wow. Just- That's amazing, bro. Yo, I, I think this is such an amazing story because you, this whole time, were just relying on these, these few key points that I noticed. You listen to advice, you build relationships, and you did whatever it took to get in. And you just did those things over and over again. And opportunities kept coming to you. And then you were capitalizing on those opportunities, which led to your success. And that's a super amazing story because some DJs don't see the pathway to getting into these big spots. But you were able to identify the pathway very, very early. And then you just went with it. You stuck with it. And then you're able to get in, man. That's super powerful for DJs to get the way to build relationships and, and, to, and to get into these spaces. And, and you really laid it out really clearly. So I appreciate you for st- for sharing that story, man. And, you know, tell me about like, where did it go from there? And, and, and talk to me just like, what was like some of the challenges that you faced and, and how you kind of overcame those things? Um, where it went from there, it, it led to, it led to me being able to, to build my DJ resume. Um, and to get more gigs. So when I go to venues, they be like, oh, where'd you, where'd you DJ that before? I can say, oh, I DJed at, at Bliss. I DJed at, you know, this club, this lounge. You know, I DJed at this type of party. Um, I've worked with, you know, this DJ, this well-known DJ. And if they want to cross-reference, they can they call them and it's, it's verified. Um, and it's led to me like even being able to DJ like one of the biggest pool parties we have in my area, Wet and Wild. And this like this is a party with like 600 plus people. And it, it led to me DJing out of town. Like just a couple weeks ago, I was in Birmingham, Alabama, DJing in front of Boozy and Young Blue. And if you would have told me that I would have been in front of those type of people or in front of celebrities in general, having a chance to either DJ or, or host. If you would have told me this like five years ago, I would laugh. Cause 
it's still there are moments as to where it's like, man, I just want to give up. Like, it's some days is some some weeks is good, some weeks is bad. You know, some months are good and some months are bad. And it's even uh, some points to where you have a a, a three month streak of everything is just good. Like you're booked every weekend, some days throughout the week, and then it falls off. And it's like, damn, like I was just booked Wednesday through Saturday. Now I'm only booked Friday, Saturday. What happened to my Wednesday, Thursday spot? You find out, oh, they decided to go with another DJ, probably because of, you know, pricing and numbers and, and, and things like that. And it's stuff like that that, that keeps you motivated. It, it keeps me motivated. Okay, so you want to, you know, all right, you want to book another DJ, fine, I'm going to go to a spot that's like three or four, that, four, three or four doors down and I'm going to rock the place. And you're going to be wondering, like, why, why everybody's going down there? And you find out the DJ I had here is down there. You know, I'm going I'm, I'm, I'm to type like, okay, I'm going to make you understand, you know, why. Like, I mean, it's it's been, it's been some times as to where I, even during the gig, I'm not even, like, really feeling it because of, you know, this, the, the situation and, and, and what's going on. Like, you know, most DJs, they have a, they have an issue with like being an opening DJ. And they feel like if they're always constantly the open DJ, oh, I don't want to do this no more. I'm not DJing for anybody. Nobody's here. The the crowd's not here. Who am I DJing for? I want to be a closing DJ. That's 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 where you want to be at the closing slot. But coming in as the opening DJ is really where you show that you're a DJ. Because in your mind, you got to think, well, the closing DJ, he's going to play all the hits, all the club hits, all the party hits. And you don't want to be the one to tap into that. You want to, you have to play, you know, certain music outside of that, out of respect for the closing DJ. But if you rock it like that and the promoter or the club owner hears you doing that, they're going to be like, yo, like, people's coming in early off an opening set. His opening set is fire. Maybe I should see what he can do as closing. Um, and that's an, that's like another thing that really keeps me motivated. Like if I told I'm opening, I'm fine. I'm, I'm like, okay, that's cool. Cause I'm gonna show you I need to be your closer. And it's, it's it worked out for me. Um, some spots I open up, some spots I close, some, some spots I, I do both. But it's just, you just gotta keep that mindset of just, just like, just keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing, yeah. keep pushing. Man, man, I, I really love your approach to just how you get your opportunities. Like, you are super humble, and that is really a strength because you're okay with starting from zero and making your way up to 100. Other DJs, other people, other industries, they're trying to step up to the plate and be at 100 from day one. And it's like, you got to earn your stripes. You got to take the lower seat so that way you can work your way up to the bigger seats. Right. And, and, the, and the mentality that um that that me and a couple of my DJ friends have, we have, you know, as quick as we came into it, can be the same speed that we leave it. Like right now we may, you know, you could be the hottest DJ right now, but somebody the next day can come and if the right people hit hit that one DJ, then they're the hottest DJ. You know, it's it's good to kind of have that mentality. Oh, I'm better than this DJ. I know I'm better than that DJ. I definitely know I'm better than him. 
that's a that that's definitely a good mentality to have because it's that it's that wolf mentality. It's gonna make you go even harder to show people why you say you're better than this person. And then it's up to them to decide. Even though deep down inside, you'd be like, nah, I know I'm not better than him. But if you go in thinking like, man, I'm way better than him, it's gonna be, it's just gonna be 10 times, you're just gonna be amped up more to show off your skills than going there like, oh yeah, he's a he's a hot DJ. I know I'm not better than him. Like, I mean, I, I've opened for like hot DJs. And to think like, I know I'm better than them, but I'm open for them. Because now their crowd is going to come early because they know that they're closing. Versus having them open, their crowd comes and then when they leave, they leave. So just that's another like mindset thing. Be like, just think like, oh, this hot DJ is here. His crowd is going to come early. So they can be here when he when he when he, when it's his set. You crank out, make them think like, damn, like who is this? You know, like where you gonna be at next? Like what's where you at this weekend? And that's just the mentality. You gotta have that wolf mentality, but you know you also gotta have the sheep's mentality behind it. You know, because like I said, just as quick as you got into it, you know the next day somebody else is. Is, is getting into it. Like, you can look on Instagram right now and you can see one DJ and then tomorrow you can be like, damn, I didn't know he was a DJ. Like, that's that's how it is. Like, like I had somebody ask me, like, yo, can you teach me how to, like, teach me some techniques? And I was like, for what? He was like, yo, I, I want to learn how to DJ. But I'm like, damn, just like two weeks ago, you was a singer. He was like, yeah, but you know, I want to switch my, you know, switch things up. I want to get, you know, get everything under the belt. So. So that's 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 how it yeah. is. Yeah, bro. I, I think you really touched on the fact that it's playing the long game, not the short term game. And that's where a lot of people got it messed up. They're trying to get the short term gratification and they don't think about how it affects the longevity of your DJ career and your brand and the value that you bring to the table and to the industry. And I feel like you really figured out how to go about your business in a very smart and calculated way. And that's what's going to lead to your success. And I'm super happy for you, man. I'd love to hear some of the things that you're working on now, what we can see from you in the future. Uh, right now I'm working on, um, I'm working on, on, on starting my own, my own venue. Um, I got everything lined up, I'm looking for buildings now because at the end, I want to give other DJs a chance. You know, I want to, I want to bring in DJs that are building their brand and, and give them, you know, a place where they can build their brand up at. Um, I'm also working on just as far as traveling, more as a travel uh, DJ. Uh, I got a couple things lined up for next month. I got two shows lined up for next month, one in Birmingham, and then the next day after that in Mississippi. Um, and then just like really when the world opens back up, just just get back to, to the norm, you know, just clubs, regular, you know, weddings, cookouts and, and stuff like that. And that's just that's just it. Um and then I'm I'm I just started, you know, learning how to produce music to uh to get that under my belt. And just just overall just just continue to 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 build my brand and 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 just keep pushing. That's great, brother. Super excited to watch you on your journey and the new things that you're 
beginning to start and i wish you the best of luck man we're gonna jump right into the lightning round are you ready let's go describe your dj setup hardware and software dj setup pioneers xx2 macbook serato besides yourself who's your favorite dj dj analyze and dj reese what has been your favorite party or event you've DJed at and why? Favorite party, Wet and Wild Part 10, I believe. Mansion pool party. Reason why there's a lot of females there in bikinis. <laughs> Who's the most interesting person you've met through DJing? Interesting person I met is my homeboy DJ Baby. What's one thing that you think is missing from live streaming for DJs? One thing I think is is missing would be that's a good one. I would say I would say crowd, crowd base. If we get that more more people to the live stream DJing platform, we'd be good. Yeah, shout out to DJs you know personally whose story needs to be shared on this podcast. Uh, DJ Analyze, DJ Reese, DJ Baby, um, DJ Schemes, DJ Greggy Greg. I got a whole list. I got a whole list. All the DJs in the DMV. I'm going to say that. All the DJs in the DMV. Awesome, brother. Yeah, and we look forward to hearing their stories. Any DJ that wants to be on the show, they can sign up at DJSignUp.com. And bro, where can people find you online or even in person if you're still doing events? Uh, the best way to reach me online, I tell people all the time, is Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is at underscore official DJ HD underscore. And you can catch me at hashtag lounge and VA on Wednesdays. I'm there every Wednesday. Um, you know, we, you know, come to VA for a good time, not a long time. Great, brother. Super excited to have you on the podcast, man. Shared a great story. Drop some real gems for DJs. Play the long game. Be smart about your your, your career and uh, go hard, man. And everyone, please check out DJ HD. Follow him. He's doing some great stuff. And we look forward to following you on your journey, bro. Thank you for being here. Appreciate you. Thanks for having me. Are you a DJ? Well, we want to hire you as one of our official, the club virtual DJs. We've been working hard to source hundreds of paid virtual gigs, and we need DJs of all kinds that are interested in getting paid to curate virtual events for our clients. Whether you're a new DJ, just getting started, or a veteran in the game, we have paid gig opportunities for you. Text I'm in to 609-201-1027 to get notified for paid gig opportunities from the club. Tell a friend. We look forward to working with you. Now back to the podcast.